Welcome to the AT. Oh, we got to record. Fuck. No, we're recording. We're good. Ah! What is going on, guys? I am Paul Ryan, your host of the ATB Fantasy Show. If you're new to the show, thank you for joining us. And to my regular listeners, welcome back. Tonight is the debut episode of my new series, Friendly Fire. This series will be about me bringing on league mates that I'm facing in a fantasy matchup that week and discussing the matchup, league format, and player matchups, among other things. Uh, with me today is league mate from the Dynasty Dumpster, Dumpster Fire League, Mr. Derek Holsey. Derek, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well, sir. Uh, Derek, where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, I have uh, my fantasy Twitter is uh, dah underscore fantasy, so you can just follow me on there. I I post stuff here and there, especially on Sundays. So yes, yeah. sir. Hello. Uh, do do you have? It sounds like maybe do you have multiple counts? Do you have a couple of burners out there when you're going at players or something, or <laughs> you know stirring things up? No, yeah that that's what I that's what I leave my uh, my personal account for. I'll, I tend to go at Eli Drinkwitz when he makes some dumb play play calls. <laughs> I hear, sir. Uh, guys, I'm Paul Ryan. You can find me on Twitter at Paul underscore Ryan 15. So, Derek, before we get into our discussion tonight, let's discuss the league settings and format. It's a it's 12 teams, super flex, PPR, tight end premium, which I feel like is, is really the new norm now. Uh, we start 10 players every week. And I, I actually just found that out, found this out this week. But you can get an extra victory every week by scoring the league median median in points, so you can actually get two victories every week. Uh, Derek, have you ever been in any a league like that with that setting? Um, uh, before this year, no. I am in I think three out of my nine leagues this year do the league median. Um, yeah, I think it's a uh, it's kind of an extra like incentive for you to yeah. get. To- get those points you uh you can get two wins and it it ultimately help you out in the long run i guess right and well you know kind of um incentivize people not to tank or not to sit sit yeah. their guys you know what i mean i found that interesting though because i've always wanted to be in a league where you can get like two week victories every week so it'll be interesting like towards the end of the season man how that how that yeah. plays out for playoff matchups and everything so, uh, Derek, I'm curious. Uh, you sound like a pretty experienced player. How many leagues are you in? I'm in nine this year. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I was in five last year, and I do a couple more this year. I added some um, uh, some best ball leagues this year. Um, mm, okay. This is my first year trying those, so we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I'm- did you? I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, did you go? Did you uh, draft some best ball teams on Underdog, or what platform did you use? Um, I got I got one on underdog and then the rest are on sleeper. Oh, okay. Yeah, sleepers, man. It's it's quite the fantasy app. It's now they've got you know uh, your traditional fantasy leagues. Now you can do best ball leagues, and then they've got like pick 'em contests and everything. So it's it's turned into quite a quite a fantasy app. Yeah, I mean, before sleeper, I I've always used Yahoo, and I like Yahoo. And just the transition to sleeper over these last couple of years has been awesome. They just keep. They just keep at it too. They're adding new stuff all the time. It's yeah, it's a good app. Yeah. So you mentioned you're in nine leagues. How how are your teams looking after week one? Um, I had a couple bumps in the road week one. Uh, I think I'm sitting at five and four. Oh, that's um, nice. Oh yeah, it's not bad. It was good to get the good to come out on the winning side. But um, 
Yeah, I think and the three leagues that I'm in with the league medium, I think I went I I got the league median in two of the two out of the three leagues. So Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, you know, I mentioned that we're playing each other this week. When when you look at your team, what would you say is your is your team strength? Uh I would I would say I got a pretty deep um wide receiver room. I, yeah. I, I got Adams and uh Oh yeah, without looking at my team, but yeah, I, there, yeah, there we go. Yeah, I think my wide receiver room's pretty, pretty good. Um, you know, I'm, I'm I struggle at the running back position, but I, I kind of went in with the mindset of, of having a good wide receiver room, and you know, I'm I'm taking a hit at running back, but I I think I can produce those points with the receivers that I have. Yeah, man, looking at it now, it's Devontae Adams, CeeDee Lamb, which we we were talking earlier that his situation has changed, but you never know what can happen there. And then Michael Pittman, man, who who was yeah. somebody I really like this year, but now he's kind of sounds like he's injured and his, him playing on Sunday is, is uh, looks like it might be in jeopardy. And then Jarvis Landry, who had a really big game on Sunday, his first game with the Saints. And then, of course, we were both talking about DJ Moore, him with Baker, who he didn't do a lot week one, but. I think he's due for a big season. So yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of jealous of your receivers, man. <laughs> yeah, those uh, Pitt, Pittman and Moore were one of those were my two uh, two biggest buy lows this off season, and I just kind mm. just so happens I got both of them in this league. So yeah, but so well, you know we're talking about the strength of your team, but what what would you say is the weakness you have? Because I'm looking at, again looking at your team, and I don't see a lot of weaknesses. Yeah, I I think I'm. I'm good at quarterback for dynasty. I uh, I would love to get another quarterback just with the uncertainty of how long Aaron Rodgers is going to go. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, that's something that maybe I can adjust this off season, but I think for this year, my quarterback room is pretty good. Uh, running back room's a little thin. Miles Sanders had a great week one though. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I really like him, but yeah. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by Miles Sanders' performance, man, because, you know, he was even saying it, telling people not to draft him in fantasy. And, you know, he went out week one and had a good game. But I was worried because he missed like two weeks worth of practice nursing. A, I think it was a hamstring injury or a knee injury. So, you know, it was looking shaky that he might have not even be available week one. And if he was available, you know, it sounded like Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott, those guys were going to be getting their touches. But he was able to still do his thing, even with Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott getting a couple uh, TDs themselves. Yeah, I, yeah, that's that's a pretty good running back room that they got there. I think, I think Sanders had like 13 carries. He ended turned into 96 yards in the touchdown. He didn't get a touchdown yeah. here, so he was one of those guys that I kind of took a shot on this year. I'm hoping it pin. And you know, I kind of think that because <clears throat> Sanders has kind of had issues with staying healthy, I think maybe he might be one of those running backs who is better, more effective with, you know, 12 to 15 touches and still if, as long as he's getting some goal line work. I mean, we've seen that he's he's explosive. He has that big playability. Maybe he's better off just not being like, you know, your quote-unquote workhorse running back. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I know when we did the startup, it was funny because last when we when we did this startup for this league, the actual season was still going on. I think maybe yep. it was the playoffs or something. But, um, you know, has your team changed a lot since the startup? Yeah, it has. I'm I'm one of those guys that uh, I love to trade. I'm always yeah, looking yeah. To trade. Um, I I think I'm pretty sure it was this league. I I came out of the draft and I just didn't really like what I had. 
And so I, at the expense of, of my picks, I, I traded some, a lot of my picks, but I, I like what I have now. I like the finished product. So I'm hoping it works out for me. Is that your style typically where you're more willing to trade future picks for proven players? Is that kind of what you'll do in a dynasty? Yeah, sometimes yes, sometimes no. It kind of just mm-hmm. depends uh, how my team's kind of shaping out. I thought I had a good structure that I could contend now and for the next couple of years, so I kind of went all in. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I know I traded – I think I traded a couple picks in the – um, in the draft itself and then after the draft as well. Mm, okay. So, uh, you know, were there, I know you, you said you like to trade and you made some trades in this league, but were there any sort of major trades that kind of, uh, changed the outlook of your team? Um, this league, uh, I, w- I would say the lamb trade that we talked about earlier. Um, yeah, I think, um, I, I think I gave up quite a bit, but as, as I was, telling you earlier i like uh i like cd lamb i liked him in oklahoma uh when dak's healthy of course but um i yeah i gave up t hands in that trade which you know it it may bite me in the butt but i'm gonna i'm gonna take that gamble on lamb right you know you you mentioned that you traded future picks and i'm looking here at your your bench and i see that you've got wandale robinson and and traylon burke so you were you traded away 2023 picks not 2022 just to just to confirm that uh yeah yeah i traded um oh let's see yeah i traded my 23 first and i think my second and third as well i feel like you and i have been kind of close to to getting a trade done but you know we haven't ever uh maybe seen uh, eye to eye or you know never been able to like you know, maybe you want to want me to throw in a third or I want you to add this player or take away a second or something. And it's just always been those little things that have uh, prevented it from happening. But yeah. I'm curious if somebody sends you a, a trade offer and you feel like it's a, it's a bad offer. How do you, how do you handle bad trade offers? <laughs> um, depends how bad they are. Uh, sometimes when they're real bad, I just, I recline it or decline it. And I don't give any explanation or anything. I just, there's there's some some guys out there that just trade offers that this doesn't make any sense, and um, but no for the most part I unless it's it's really bad I try getting in contact with whoever was um, sending the trade and either send them a counter or you know just let us talk it out in the chat or something. Right, right. You know we we looking at our matchup here, Derek. Um, you're projected to win by less than a point. Yeah. You know, how, how how are you feeling about this matchup this week? Oh, uh, I was. I'm feeling. I'm feeling all right. I like. Um, I like some of the matchups that I have. Um, yeah. One of them being, uh, I like the DJ Moore matchup this week. I I think he's got um, crap. Who's he got? He's got the Giants. Yep. Yep. He has the Giants, which uh. You know their secondary is not bad, but I think that uh, I think that he can produce some of those targets this week that we didn't see last week. Yeah, 
I, I see that you were you were able to pick up Greg Dorsch, and I mentioned that you also had uh, Traylon Burks and and Wandell Robinson, and also you know looking again Julio Jones. Uh, looking at this matchup right now, do you feel like maybe you might make a make a last minute change? Because I, I know we discussed Pittman possibly missing the game, but is this the, is this the the lineup that you feel you're going to start with on Sunday, or do you see that, yourself making a change? As of right now, that's probably the lineup that I'll stick with, kind of depending on what comes out with Pittman. Uh, if, right. if falls out, I'll probably uh, I'll probably replace him with either Burks or uh, Julio Jones. I think Julio Jones had a real good week one. Yeah, uh, he did. The, one of those types of receivers that Brady um, knows he can he can find in the end zone and just a bigger guy. Yes, sir. You know, you mentioned that you like the uh, DJ Moore matchup against the Giants, but are there any matchups that maybe you're worried about? Uh, Yeah, David Montgomery going up against Green Bay. Oh, okay. Well, what about that matchup bunch you like? Uh, I just, I, you know, you know that story. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, he he kills the he kills the bear. <laughs> yeah, he does. I I don't think it's a very close game. Uh, yeah, I just I my, uh, I like him, but yeah, not a, not against the Packers this week. You know, it'll be interesting. That matchup's interesting to me because we saw that Aaron Rodgers with without Alan Lazard and kind of getting used to his new receivers, they didn't look too good, and even the even. Uh, you know, Aaron Jones didn't kind of get the work, though, that we thought he would. And A.J. Dillon might have looked like the best player overall. But, you know, with the Bears kind of coming off that big win week one, it, I, I think they might come out here and uh, and maybe surprise, surprise some people again. Yeah, they, they very well could. You know, I I wouldn't bet against Aaron Rodgers. I mean, right. he had a bad week one. Um, yeah. I'm sure he's going to bounce back, though. Um, he's always – Always played well against the Bears. You know, last year we saw the same thing. We were like, they lost week one. To, they got killed against the Saints last year week one. And we were all worried, oh, is Aaron Rodgers going to fall apart or whatever. But, um, no, I, I think he'll bounce back. Yeah, it's funny. I'm looking at our matchup, and you've got Aaron Rodgers as one of your quarterbacks. I've got Alan Lazard, and then we've talked about how you have DJ Moore, and I've got Baker Mayfield, who's actually starting because I lost, I lost Dak for the next couple of months. So, you know, we're we're hoping that those guys do good, just not too good, right? Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be cheering for Baker, but I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be hoping he doesn't get you too many points. <laughs> right. So, you know, I know it's still early in the season and everything, but is there a player that you're you're kind of keeping your eye on, maybe hoping that doesn't t- do too good this week, that maybe there's a buy-low opportunity? Yeah. Um, and I – Yeah, I – buy-low, uh, I I liked uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Um, mm, that's a had, good one. He had a great – week one so i don't know about the buy how well the buy low is i don't know how he's doing tonight i haven't been keeping up with the game too much um but yeah if he if he has a, a bad night tonight i might might try pooping him up yeah that's a good one because uh, you know him antonio gibson miles sanders people kind of let those guys for dead and all three I, of them had really good good week ones man i can't give up on antonio gibson hey I, I like him i've i've liked him for a while uh, yeah you know, it sucks what happened to Brian Robinson, but uh, I'm I'm glad Antonio Brown or Antonio Brown, 
until <laughs> got his shot. Because it kind of, yeah, it kind of seemed like he was being left for dead. Yeah, and I saw a video earlier on Twitter today that Brian Robinson was out there, like, you know, doing some drills. Like, can't believe it. This guy just got shot less than a month ago, man, in the knee. That that could be a good two-headed snake in the backfield, though. You could be looking at another Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon type situation where you got a running back one and two running back ones. Yeah, I mean, I actually would prefer if, you know, if Antonio Gibson had the J.D. McKissick role and let Brian Robinson kind of get those early downs. Because we've seen what Antonio Gibson can do as a receiver. So it would be nice to see him get that role. Yeah, he had a he had a good week last week out of the backfield. So, yeah, he did. So, you know, I know uh, it's still early in the season, but is there a player that you're maybe hoping has another good week that you can kind of sell and, and, and get off your roster? Um. I think, you know, I, I've, I'm i pretty sure it was this league. I put uh, Julio Jones out on the trade block after he had a, a good game week one. Oh, really? I didn't Maybe. see that. Okay. I don't, I don't have, um, I, I don't, I have him in a couple leagues. It might not have been this one. It's hard to keep track. But, uh, yeah. An, another, another one not in this league, uh, Michael Thomas. Mm. Very injury prone. I, if he puts up another good week, I'll probably try selling him. So I'm curious, well, you know, for a deal for like like a guy like a Michael Thomas who had a big week one and who's, you know, been a wide receiver one in the past, what would you be looking to get for in a trade? Um, maybe some running back help. Maybe not a maybe not a starter, but um or not one of the top twenty backs, but maybe like a top twenty five, top thirty back, and then maybe add a pick to it or something, like a third or something. So let's just say what if I said I'll trade you um Miles Sanders and a 2023 third for Michael Thomas. Would you do that? Yeah, I'd probably do that. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Reason I'm asking is just because I, uh, and in a league that I'm in, I've been trying to get Brandon Cooks from this guy for a while. I don't know how you feel about Brandon Cooks, but I needed some wide receiver help because I have Amari Cooper, Keenan Allen, and Tyler Lockett on my roster. So, you know, their situations changed so much that my wide receiver uh, death was looking kind of weak, especially my starters. So I uh, reached out and I was like, you know, been trying to get Brandon Cooks from him, and he sent me a trade last night. It was Brandon Cooks and a third round pick for Kenneth Gainwell in the second. What what side do you like there? Uh, can you repeat the what the first side was? It was it's Brandon Cooks and a twenty twenty three uh, second round pick for Kenneth Gainwell and a twenty twenty three uh, second rounder. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably take the Cooks side. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's the side I ended up getting, but I was curious because I hate to, I hate to trade away Kenneth Gainwell, you know, knowing um, Miles Sanders' kind of injury history and knowing his role with the team. But I, I feel like Brandon Cooks is an underrated receiver. Oh yeah, I I like um, I like Davis Mills. I I think he's mm-hmm. he's fine for this year. I think they will end up getting C.J. Stroud or uh, Bryce Young after this year. But um, oh really? Okay. Plus. Davis Mills goes out there this year and it repeats what kind of what he did last year. I thought he looked good last year. You yeah, know? for sure. I, th- I thought so too. You know, I was, uh, I mentioned that you, I, I assume you picked up Greg Dortch this week on the waiver wire, but was there, was there somebody that you were targeting this week on um, the waiver wire? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Greg Dortch. I got, um, yeah, he had a good week one. He played, I'm pretty sure like 91% of the snaps with, with D hop out. <laughs> He had like nine hits for and seven catches for 
sixty something yards or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and then I I picked up Jawan Johnson. Uh, he had it. Mm. Edges. Um. Yeah, I think I may have picked up Jeff Wilson in one of my leagues with. Oh, uh, okay. Elijah Mitchell, which Elijah Mitchell is probably one that I'm trying to buy low after the injury. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. too bad, yeah. I picked yeah. up uh, Jordan Mason in a couple places, and I uh, thought about picking up Jawan Johnson, but, um, you know, my, my tight end room is kind of – it's not not a strength, but I just don't know if I'd ever start him, so it didn't really make sense. But Jawan yeah. Johnson, I thought that was a good one. My, uh, my, uh, my tight end room – in this league's pretty bleh kind of yeah. got Albert Owen, Irv Smith, you know, Irv Smith, oh, Irv Smith like those guys. went into this season, but he laid a goose egg on. Mm, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was just more kind of a depth thing. I got you. Yeah. You never know. Cause sometimes those guys can just, you know, they have a strong week wug and all of a sudden they, they, they do that like every single week, you know what I mean? And then you, you were yeah. able to pick up like a tight end one off the waiver wire. So you're always you're always happy about those types of moves. So Derek, you know, I don't know too much about you, but I don't know how you feel about bold predictions. But can you give me a, a week two bold prediction that you you know something that you you could see happening in fantasy this week? Uh fantasy wise, I I believe um I think Josh Jacobs is gonna be a top five running back this week. Oh, um, I like that. Matchup, uh, I Josh Jacobs was a a buy all all off season for me. Um, mm. Have him in this league. I have him in a lot of my leagues though. Um, yeah, yeah. I think he's a. I think he could do a top five running back performance this week, and then some non uh, non fantasy predictions. I think the Saints beat the Bucks, and I think the Jags beat um, who they got. They have the Colts. Yeah, I think the Jags beat the Colts. Hey, I, I like those, man, because uh, I, I can't believe that the Colts ended up tying the Texans week one. That was interesting. Yeah. That, yeah, that was pretty interesting. And then uh, I got another um, another guy that may be hoping for a down week after a really strong week one. Um, mm-hmm. Saquon. I think he's back. I, I want oh, man. I'm up. I think his price just went. Through the roof, though, and yeah, it was pretty high. It wasn't as high as it has been. I think his price may be back up to to where it was before all these injuries. But uh, yeah, I think Saquon's probably back. So uh, I'm curious. So let's just say you had a roster where you have Justin Jefferson, and yep. the other person had Saquon Barkley, and they said, "Hey, I'll trade you Saquon for Justin Jefferson." Would you do it? Well, what's Je- the most you think you would pay for just for Saquon Barkley? Uh, probably, uh, I'd probably do a top, top 20 running back and a 23 first. Mm, man, I don't know if that'd be enough to get it done, man. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to, I'd have to look it up depending on kind of where the 23 first is kind of looking like mm-hmm. maybe, maybe like, uh, maybe add a receiver to it, something like that. Yeah. I don't want to pay too much for him just because I normally I normally prefer a stacked wide receiver room than a stacked running back room. Um that's just my I know a lot of guys are are they stack their running back rooms just because you can find receivers. 
but uh i like to get like i think my rankings i think i have in this league i think i have probably three top 15 wide receivers oh yeah ej moore being on the border yeah no, thank you i mean i was just kind of glancing at your roster there you probably have like five top 24 you know top 25 receivers honestly yeah Pitt, Pittman, when healthy is he might be on that borderline too I think I have Pittman at my wide receiver 19, I think. Mm. Yeah, a lot of people were predicting that he would have a uh, wide receiver one season this year with Matt Ryans, and he, yeah, started out, I, he started out the season that way. Yeah, I predicted him to finish. I think I had him. Not bad. Well, hey, but Derek, man, I appreciate the discussion tonight. Um, you know, before we get you out of here, let remind the people where they can find you on Twitter. Hey, yeah, you can follow me. D-A-H underscore fantasy. Guys, I'm Paul Ryan. You can find me on Twitter at Paul underscore Ryan 15. We appreciate you joining us, and I'll see you guys next week. Yeah, Paul, thank you very much. Yes, sir. Thank you, Derek. Have a good weekend.